killer, it's the off season. Let's keep it tall, y'all ain't fucking with my man. And don't check your watch, you know the time. Cold world, killer can. This yeah. finish. It's too easy for me now. Cold been going flat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred thou. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a n***, please don't greet me with a pound. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi, brother, now. Trace my steps all in this game. You can see we cover ground. Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown, vivid memories, sick and thought to squeeze, we ducking down, so many shells left on the ground, and make the Easter Bunny proud, I get up, dust my clothes off, sleep is the cousin of death, no plans to doze off, the streets that don't come with a rep, I never sold soft, just creep where the hustlers crept, and got they O's off, you reach, reach up and like Steph, to blow your nose off, kazoom tight, and then resume flight, as if it never happened, we witness full of so much sickness, angels shedding tears, in heaven word to Eric Clapton Off this clever rapping My pockets gon' forever fatten They gon' forever fatten See? Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another installation Another episode Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing Absolutely nothing It's the Trinidadi Panamanian Poppy Rude Boy Top Gunner, A.K.A. Thought Boy Summer Giovanni Anglin I'm here Hello, everyone What's going on? It's Bastianissa, a.k.a. your favorite bass player coming out from Queens. What's going on? Nah, 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 man. A.k.a. Zippity Zoda, a.k.a. Big Zo. Come on, it's Haitian Heritage Month. It was just Haitian Flag Day like two days ago. You got to represent for the Zos out there. Yeah. Oh, if the, if that's what you wanted, like an a.k.a. talking about that, then sure. But uh, yeah, that's, that's how it is. A.k.a. Haitian it, Boy it, Bash. Man, May 18 was Haitian Flag Day was out there for the whole world to know. Also, Instagram social media said that May is officially Haitian Heritage Month. Yeah, it said that like in the beginning of May and you had no idea. It's not a thing. It's not a real thing. It's just something social media made up. And if one person says it, it's just going to domino effect. It's gospel now. Now I know about it, and I think it's nonsense. But hey, it's 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 cool. It's not nonsense. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. yeah. Take that it's nonsense. It's still nonsense. Back. Why is it nonsense? Please but tell it's me. Cool. No, it's not why. I think it's just like you're just adding things to a month. You know. Well, every you month have is Haitian something. Flags Day. It's like now the whole month is Haitian Haitian Heritage Day. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's whatever. You know. This is the most. <laughs> Un-Haitian, Haitian I've ever No, like met. I said, it's not a thing. It's like when someone says on social media, then everybody's like, oh, it's, it's official. It's like, no, you, someone made it up. Everybody's just going with it. They didn't even know about it. They probably, they probably felt less Haitian because they thought it was real and they didn't know about it. Right? I, I guess. It can be like that sometimes. That makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Is it? Then they got to ask their parents just to double check, you know? Oh, so that's why when I said that in like the first week of May, you had no idea what the hell I was talking about. No, it's not a thing. Oh, I always thought it was a thing, but like social media just amplified it a bit more. I knew about Haitian Flag Day. I just didn't know about Haitian Heritage Month. But hey, I mean, it's cool. Why not? Why not get get the month? Yeah, I'm not too mad at it. I mean, if Puerto Ricans get June, Haitians should get May. Yeah, I'm not too mad at it. It's fine. Word. (laughs) 
But anyways, welcome back to another episode of Black Seinfeld. If you enjoy this show live on 99.5 FM on the radio, you will also enjoy previous episodes that is available to you all podcast form that's available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, Pandora, Pangea, wherever you can get podcasts from, you can just go and Google up Black Seinfeld and it should pop up in the first Google page, which is very important. But hey, if you don't want to do any of that, just go to BlackSeinfeld.com where you can check out all the latest and greatest episodes all on our website. And you could just press that subscribe button and it'll take you to our iTunes page. So that's pretty cool too. And also, if you'd like to see the video format of this episode, it is also on YouTube. Shout out to all of the YouTube viewers tuning in right now. And if you enjoy the video content, please hit us with a like, uh, drop a comment, share it as well. Hit the bell icon for some notifications. That way you get updated on when the latest episodes are uploaded to our YouTube page. And with that, I think I've covered everything. Bastion, how are you? It's been a minute. It's been a week since I've seen you. A lot of things has happened to you personally and happened to the world. And I could not wait for this episode because this is an episode where I'm just going to let loose and just talk my ish. And this is going to be great. This is going to be a classic. Six minutes in. Start it off. Start it off. Bastion, I think we've made it. We are finally here. We are in the grace period of beautiful weather. Yeah. My dude, it has been phenomenal. Today, 85 degrees. Incredible. It's too hot for me. It's lovely for me. I'm getting tanned. I'm chilling on the porch. I don't have to wear a mask anymore. I'm showing off this luscious beard. The hair is coming down this summer. The West Indian Jesus is in full effect this summer. I think I just wasn't prepared for today. Like, I was not prepared for today. I don't look the weather. I don't look at the weather on my phone because I don't go outside often. But it does affect the inside of your house. Yes, your your house can sweat. So I'm in my foyer, which is in the front of my house. And it's like, wow, it's hot in here. Then I check, it's like 80 degrees. So I'll check for the rest of the week. And it's going to be like that as well. So between 70 to 80 for the rest of the week. Which is a nice black Seinfeld reminder now that we're getting into this heat Please stay hydrated. It's super important. Drink a lot of water and drink room temperature water because cold water is for peasants, okay? If you are a real water connoisseur, you know to drink that ish room temperature. Bashing, am I right or am I right? Room temperature, uh, ambient temperature. If you want to be sophisticated, use the term ambient. Ooh. When you talk to the waiter, say, can I get a bottle of ambient water? And if they look at you funny, then Room temperature. Uh, leave the establishment, obviously. Ambient. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> they, they never have room temperature water. They always get out of like a box of ice or in the fridge. And he said, this one was in display. Mm. You know, the old, in the, in the display. The old dingy, dusty water bottle, huh? If I, I'm not drinking that. Yeah, I, I see the bubbles in there. It's been there since last week. Come on, man. Word. You know what? I don't. I don't mind the bubbles in my water. The bubbles in your. What do you mean? What bubbles? You know, like, sometimes when you when you get a water bottle and it's been cooking outside, it's just it, moisture. It just, it's, not, yeah, it's nothing. I don't, I don't it mind could the taste. Bubbles. Well, it adds a problem, bit of flavor to me. 
No, nah, see, that's the problem. Depending on the type of water bottle you have, and I'm a big Poland Spring guy, right? So mm-hmm. I have a lot of Poland Spring. Sometimes I don't finish it. Sometimes I forget. Yeah, Which you one leave it in your car th- a lot. Yeah. The car stuff is like for like to get my hands wet just in case like I get dirty outside or something. Mm. Just like use it to wash my hands. It's always good to have that. But Wait, you don't on use my wet desk, wipes? No, I don't carry that. I should though. That's a, that should be a good idea. Yeah, but I, I don't. Whenever I get wings and all that stuff, I always ask for wet wipes. So, you know, I I I keep a lot of wet wipes on me just in case, you know, if yeah. just in case if the bathroom is dirty, I could to pull out a wet wipe we good remember in in that movie with denzel washington the book of eli the wet wipes were gospel okay that wet wipes was worth something okay it was worth a lot never watched it watch the book of eli it was a great movie of a blind black man of a blind black man no he wasn't blind he wasn't blind no he was not blind the villain's wife was blind Um, okay okay Anyways, um, what I was saying about the water bottle, if you put it on the table and there's three of them, one of them's like half and the other one's full, I might forget that I really, like, the full one was there before I brought in the half one. So I drank the full one. And it's like, oh, I, now I could taste, like, the heat. I can yeah. taste the moisture and taste the bottle. You taste this the plastic. Poland, you taste the plastic. This is the Poland Spring bottle. That's the problem I have with water. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show, I'm big on water. And it all depends on the water bottle it comes in, right? That water tastes good in glass. That's that's just a fact. Uh, Fiji water is disgusting in its own water bottle because I don't like it. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's it's square for some reason. Doesn't fit your backpack, but it doesn't taste good. I don't care if it's from the Fiji mountain it has minerals. It doesn't taste good in the water bottle. But when you separate it and let that mellow out for like an hour, it tastes pretty good. Hmm. It tastes more like tap water, though. Hmm. Does it? Hmm. So would you prefer drinking New York tap water or, or Fiji? New York tap water. Yeah, definitely. It has to be tap water from maybe a kitchen sink to be like, you want to be thorough? You know, the kitchen sink because it's on the first floor mm-hmm. compared to like the bathroom if it's on the second. It all kind of depends on the design of your house. That and also, too. if you go outside for a festival, there's going to be a, a like a water fountain. Yes, yes, That's there is. That's never good because of the pipes. If they don't clean the pipes on a regular basis, then the water from like um, trying to think of a festival, gov, gov, governor, govball, govball, govball. Gov um, so govball, I've been there maybe twice already, and every time I had the water, it was always terrible. I always assumed because the island's on Randall's Island is not good so it's like maybe because they never clean the pipes that's why the water tastes out terrible mm. so, yeah. you may be on to something here it's interesting that you mentioned festivals because festivals are going to be coming back now this year everything's coming back man big things are happening media it's a multi-billion dollar industry it is of course they had to bring it back before the edm mm-hmm. funny right they brought it back before the edm industry I, I didn't get it. No, it's in, it's interesting that they brought it's like two billion dollar industries. Oh, of course, based on the same concept, but they can't bring EDM back because you you all constantly have to be partying compared to festival where you could be more spaced out. 
Are you not thinking about like Izu and all those type of things? No, that's not what I think of when I think of festivals. I don't think about EDM stuff. I just in think EDM about EDM is the same concept as festivals. The difference is the DJ and you're you have to dance. Yeah, you can't and be sitting and in you, the grass. And chilling. you have to take you have to take ecstasy. Yeah, sure. We, we don't have to. We don't have to tell the people that they already know. But that's the thing. It's it's two different things. Like, of course, Grove Ball is coming back in New York. I looked at the list. Like, this looks interesting, but I do not know if I want to. Uh, if I'm not ready to go back to crowds or concerts just yet. Well, because you can't, Bastion. Let's be let's be real. You are an unvaxxed swine, so you can't do that because you have to keep your mask on. Unlike me, Bastion. Who now? You know what? Let's just get into the COVID update because this is a great. No, in segue. theory, it's still not. People are not ready, and the CDC is completely wrong for this. But go ahead, take it off. Let's, I'm, let's I'm, just get I got into my the COVID stuff. update. Take it off. Let's just get into the COVID update, Bastion, because a lot of interesting things have been happening. And wait, first off, I don't appreciate this hostility I'm feeling right now. I don't. I don't. I feel like there's some some tension here. This 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 hostility. That that is that's coming towards me. I don't like your energy, your aura, your your aroma, your temperature right now, and it's a little concerning to be honest, Bastion, because I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, I'm just adhering to the rules of the CDC. Okay, which says that if you are a fully vaccinated person, Bastion, you are well within your rights to no longer wear your mask. That is what the CDC said. They said this last Thursday, once we posted up the late, the last episode of Black Seinfeld. And once, and once you messaged me that and I messaged you the same thing, I wrote to you, I can't wait for this episode. Because this is going to be a fun episode. Because, Bastion, I can go back to normal life now, Bastion. I can do that, okay? I'm well within my right because I took the vaccine, all right? Don't don't worry, anti-vaxxers. I'll let you know if I mutate. Hopefully, Charles Xavier comes to to invite me to his to his mansion to become an X-Men. I'll let you know. But I'm well within my right now, Bastion, to live my life the way it used to be before the pandemic, and that was with the mask off. You, however, are a filthy, unvaccinated swine, so you have to keep your mask on for mostly everything. You know what I feel we should have, Bastion? I feel like we should have separate but equal designated areas. One for the vaccinated, one for the unvaccinated. I want vaccinated only water fountains. That's right. You heard me. Vaccinated only water fountains? <laughs> Just buy a water bottle. It's like fountains are canceled for the summer. Let me have my joke, Bastion. Keep going. Um, And, and hell... Even in New York now, New York is back to normal, finally, with vaccinated people. You get to not wear your mask anymore. And hey, if you're a vaccinated person, Bastion, guess what I can do? I can go ahead and get some free fries at Shake Shack. You hear that, man? I could get free fries at Shake Shack. I can go to many places throughout New York for free, like the Brooklyn Botanic Garden, the Bronx Zoo, the... the wherever i can go that's that's public domain i can do that i can go for free you know why bastion because i'm vaccinated it means i'm pure you know what that means it means i'm better than you i'm i'm better than every one of y'all listening right now that has not taken the vaccine because y'all are scared okay there's no chip in me all right 
The government's already listening, okay? It's called an iPhone. It's called my iPhone XR. That's how they're listening to us. That's why they, they, they have us tracked, people. It's not the vaccine, all right? Just shut up and take the vaccine. <laughs> all right, I'm going to let you speak your piece. I think it's over. It's time for me to come in. You sub Geo out, sub me in to save the game, you know, uh, fourth quarter stuff. So according to New York Times, uh, they discussed, they spoke to a large majority of epi, was it, epidemiologists. Yeah, epidemiologists. And, and surveyed, and they surveyed them for the last two weeks. And in this informal survey, 80% said they thought Americans would need to wear masks in public places for at least another year, right? So, of course, you have the community and you have the CDC. So when they discuss, when they spoke with the community that kind of deals with these type of things, they, they, they know about all this, what's going on with COVID. They said, like, yeah, society should continue wearing the mask even after they get vaccinated for at least another year. So for the CDC to get a little tap on their shoulder from corporate America and say, hey, man, we're trying to, we're trying to eat. Like we could only fake make stocks this like for a year. We can't do a like a fake stock rampage again. Like we're going to do it for a year. It's going to like bite us in the butt. And it's, uh, take care, tell everybody to take the mask off. Restaurant industry open. Everybody open. It's lit. And it's going to bite us in the butt. Like I said, it's going to be a hit or miss. And I'm expecting a miss. So expect the third wave, fourth wave, fifth wave, sixth wave, second you know? wave here. Well, in New no, York, it's third wave. It's come on. It's like they will never say the word second wave. You know that they refuse to say the word second wave, and they will never say second. They're wave. they're just gonna say in the United it, States. They're just gonna say an increase in COVID cases. Exactly, exactly, an increase, dude. It was pretty bad last month. What's fine now, mm -hmm. right? And we're still following the rules of regulation. If you want to travel, you have to get your uh COVID uh. You had tests, show them that it's uh, negative, and mm -hmm. come back. You got to show them it's negative again. Or you could just but, take the vaccine, you know, and you don't have to do all that jazz. No, just, no, it's it's all part of the the system. Not everybody's going to take the vaccine yet. They're going to. Rushing the process isn't going to help them either, right? Of course, they're incentivizing the public, but it's a big public. We're talking about 300 million people you want to incentivize to take the vaccine. Absolutely. It's going to take some time to get there, especially due to the last administration that sometimes uh, people, a lot of people misunderstand is like not misunderstand. It's like they fail to take in consideration that last year we got everybody so afraid of vaccine. And now it's publicly available. They don't even want to take it. Friends, family members may be misinformed. What can we do to kind of get them, you know, to take it free fries right? and Shake Shack. That's not, that's not an incentive. That's that a is reward. an incentive. Hey, That's you take reward. the vaccine, you get free fries and Shake Shack. Scooby got his Scooby snacks, huh? Yeah, you're damn right. You get free <laughs> fries at Shake Shack. You get free tickets to to the Botanic Garden to yeah. But Bronx like, Zoo. Like I said, it's like it's kind yeah, of yeah. like what, what happens, a cause and effect. It could have went a lot better. Like more people could have been vaccinated. Of course. Yeah. If it wasn't for kind of this pre-established like, oh, you know, allowing societies or mainstream media or not even mainstream media i won't even say mainstream i could say like the internet world discuss like you created the vaccine too quickly it's like come on man you play video games of course you create the vaccine quickly it's like mm -hmm. we they've been working on uh covid corona vaccines for a long time it's just now they have one to kind of focus on 
So I don't know, man. And to continue with with what you're saying too, yeah. Um, yeah. It's still up to the businesses whether they want. It's still their right within um, requiring a mask when entering their their vicinity or when entering their form their line of business. So, although like you can go outside and not wear a mask and stuff, you still need to have a mask on you just in case a business says, "Yeah, you need to be wearing a mask" because it's well within their right. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to also take into consideration. Two, one thing I do wanna I do have questions that should be answered especially here in new york now as well is with the mom and pop shops when it comes to you know the the small business owners the small restaurant owners too uh, my thing is you know with with this new um with everything happening now is will will small mom and pop shops will these small restaurant owners will these small business owners get fine if there there aren't people who come in wearing their masks because you know that that stuff hasn't been labeled out yet that hasn't been sorted out yet you know the governor and and the mayor just said hey good news on on vaxxed up new yorkers you don't have to wear your mask anymore but you know there wasn't any real detail of of all of the technicalities behind that stuff how does it affect the business owners? Will they still be getting fine X, Y, and Z? So that is something also to think about. I'm not joking anymore. I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely could tell from your tone. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be difficult, right? We have to, well, not we, the government will have to kind of set these rules before the summer. Because the summer, you know, you're ready. Summer's right? here. Have a Thought Boy summer. It's Thought Boy right? summer, baby. Oh, like, my God, Bastion. I, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I've yeah. been drinking a lot, okay? I'm I'm not drinking now, you know, I'm not. But since it's been summertime, well, since the the weather's just been getting warmer, bruh. Yeah. I've been hanging out with the friend, with the homies, going to the homies' bars and all that stuff. I've been chilling bar side and all that, bruh, bruh. No, nah, no, nah, I definitely understand. So, it, it's like I said, it's like how they're going to create these rules and regulations. It's going to be very interesting to see That's what, valid. what they're going to do. That is and valid. And they have to kind of like set it out before the end of may because once it hits june it's like it's hitting it now i understand but like they have to like make their mark by june well what i said bastion was once the mca is 24 7 again which it is now it's over mm -hmm. new york is back and hey i just want to say this this goes out to all y'all with y'all little weirdo think pieces last year talking about new york is dead and all that hey remember you said that stay your ass out don't come back now that's on everything, B. That's on everything. Stay your ass out. Stay your ass out. All the that weirdo that that was like, oh, I grew up in New York and now I'm in Florida and I don't know if New York will ever come back. That little weirdo, stay back. Jerry Seinfeld for for coming out with a little think piece on New York Times. Stay your ass. Well, he's still no. In New he York. he was dissing the guy. Oh, okay, cool. You, you forgot? I like, forgot. He, I, I know. Okay, let me. He uh, the gentleman you're talking about. Uh, I forgot his name. But I do he too. Was like this Bitcoin guy from a long time ago, from 2017. He had like a comedy club or something, right? Commercials. No, he's like no. a regular person. And then he this. Then later, Jerry Seinfeld wrote an op-ed against the guy, saying New York will always be here. Okay, sorry about that, Jerry Seinfeld. Black Seinfeld all day. <laughs> I remember that event. But yeah, yeah. So um, let's talk about the. 
the 12 to 15 year olds are now eligible to take the vaccines. So yes. some places what they're doing is like one day is going to be for kids and the other day is going to be for adults. Mm-hmm. So in order to make your appointments, it kind of depends on what day you're going to come in. So, yeah, keep an eye on that if you're bringing children to get their COVID shots. Word. And hey, yo, hit us up right now if if you're if you want your kid to take it or hey, are you going to have your 12 to 15 year old take the vaccine? I'd like to know. I'd like to know. Hit us up at BlackSignfulNY at gmail.com. Please let us know. Bashing hypothetically, your nephew yeah. is 12 to 15 years old. Would you want him to take the vaccine? Yes, before school starts. I think that's going to be a requirement now too, no? No, it would never be a requirement. Um, that's not true because when you... Recommended. Well, I know that in order for you to go to school, like sometimes they... They tell you, like, yo, you have to take these vaccines. You Remember, have to get these shots. Those vaccines been around here for a very long time, and it's, like, those pivotal vaccines. Like, like, um, was it, like, chicken pox, right? Yeah. Chicken pox, is chicken pox polio, hepatitis. Yeah, exactly. Those vaccines, like, are very important to get. This vaccine is important to get, too, but they're not going to enforce it. Not yet. Maybe they'll enforce it two, three, five years from now. But not now. There are colleges that are requiring students to to get the vaccine. If you want to do on campus, then yeah. Yeah. Then you don't live on campus too, so it's it'll be important for them to do it. Yeah. So within that situation. So yeah, I'm I'm just saying, Bastion. Um. But yeah, honestly, I I do feel this way of I I really do believe in keeping the mask. You know what I'm saying? One, it's respectful. Two, um. Yeah, you don't really know who's got vaccinated and who hasn't. I mean, there's people walking around with no mask on. I don't believe all of y'all have have been have been vaccinated. That's just me. But you know, I'm not gonna lie, Bastion. I do wear my mask off when I'm outside. It feels good. Okay. All right. But I grew this beard question. out. Yes, please. Quick question. But yes. Do you walk around with your COVID card? No, I took a picture of it. That works. They said you could take you could take a picture and show it. Yeah, I took a picture and I showed it. Remember when I went to the Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I showed them a picture of my card back to front. Oh, okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I don't want to play around with the COVID card, but hey, I did get it laminated though. I did get it laminated, so if I Where want to, what was the story for that? You want to walk to the Staples or something? No, actually, um, there was this um plastic cover that I got. I didn't buy it or anything. I just got it. Family just brought it to me. It's like this little plastic cover and you just put it inside the little slit and that's it. Oh, and you can wear it as a, like a necklace if you want to, but I won't. That's weird. I want a Cuban link for it. You only could do that for a day before it comes like lame. It it will be lame. I think it's already lame. It was cool a couple weeks ago. It was cool a month ago when that dude put it on Twitter. That was sick. He had the, the gold chain bust down. That was tight. Yeah. Man, it's going to look ridiculous when you're just trying to, like, go in the store without a mask. It's like, oh, can I see your thing? It's like on his neck. Like, here you go. Imagine getting robbed, too, for your coat, for your link, for your, for the Cuban link. No, that's, that's not I remember the Cuban links. It wasn't. It was just regular chain. Those were regular chains, like mm. a bike chain or something. No, nah, but his is, like, so, like diamond weaker. out. I thought it was fake. Anyways, it could be. It very well that, could be. That, that's kind of my idea on it. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's like you want more. Well, you're hopeful 
for many people to respect the rules, especially in New York. We're New Yorkers out here. Exactly. Respect each other. But there are other states throughout the uh, United States. Words, stay your ass away from us. Hey, don't come up here. No, stay your ass in Atlanta. Stay in that Florida. They need to follow their, their own rules. And they don't want to follow the same rules that New York is following. Of course and people not. People just more open with it. I, I know you just said Atlanta, but we remember all the parties that they're throwing in Atlanta exactly around this time last year. And this was the same time when, well, well I would call the wave went back up in the United right. States. So it was like, it went down by April, May, then went back by June for the summer. Then came back down for September. Well, we're, we weren't saints too last year because let's not forget about what was happening over in Steinway, Queens, Bastion. That was your neck of the woods. No, it's not. I'm not. In I'm just Steinway, saying Queens, Queens Bastion, Queens no, Bastion. No, yeah, I know you are in Hollywood. I'm, I'm in just saying Queens. Queens. Queens is your neck of the woods. I don't care. Astoria okay? is literally a parallel to Manhattan. If you look at the map. I know, Bastion. I'm no, just being no, funny. Story, whack. Story is not Queens. Yes, it <laughs> is Queens. Gloria was literally. from Astoria that Biggie had beef with. He had beef with the Cubans. Gloria <laughs> from Astoria. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas bleed just like us. R.I.P. Biggie Smalls. All right, bro. And but, R- yeah. yes, continue. The thing is, Steinway, it was like it, it wasn't like an everyday thing. It's like it was eventful. It, it wasn't was, every day. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't every, day. every day. But once yeah. again, once once the weather got warm, bashing, it became a thing. But then cops shut it down quick. But it was like the new Dykeman for a moment because you know we had some issues with Dykeman for 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 like a month or so. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. It's. It's just like social media talking about things like it's eventful. That's the way I, I looked at that uh, Astoria situation. Mm. But same thing for like Manhattan. You know, we're they're trying to keep it safe, trying to get the bars. If you get a drink, you still drink with the mask off in your little corner with your friends. But yeah, that's that's kind of where society is in New York. Oh, absolutely. And I th- tourists are definitely coming back now. Things are starting to open up. A lot of things are opening up in New York. But that's why, Bastion, I'm decreeing this summer. It's Thought Boy Summer Season. Thought Boy Summer Season. It's 20. This is my 2021. This is basically what summer should have been for, for us last year. But, you know, obviously it didn't happen. But now that we outside, bro, everyone's looking at me like a steak sandwich, bro. It's beautiful. I got the beard. I got the hair down all summer. I'm taking this West Indian Jesus thing really serious now. I'm going to split the Red Seas. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here, B. Out here. Yo, if you're feeling yourself, then go right ahead, man. Hell yeah, you gotta be feeling yourself, man. Rooftop bars? Come on, bro. Those are the best. All right. Let's get into the first song of the week. Sure. Let's get into the first song of the week because it is Thought Boy Summer. I want to play some some dancehall tings, some some Badman tanks, and this comes from C Money. This comes from one of my friends that I went to college with. Shout out to you, Romario. Thank you for sending me this track. This is from C Money. It's called Don't Like. And once again, people, see, we do take requests from, from people who, who send in music. And he sent me in this music from this artist, C Money, that he's been working with. So, again, people, don't get discouraged. If you like to send us music, BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com, we look look and we listen to every single music submission, and if we don't play it on the radio, guess what that means? We do not like it. So send us something that we don't like. Right, Bash? Simple as that. Simple as that. Here's C-Money. Bash, I'd like to get your take 
right after the break. Visa about my heart in the spirit got a tick tick na Maya me she want for come up here me but anyway some little boy just bad in other players if I'm money add it topic then I'll better add the name the money never change only but for your money and still I watch out for the fake every girl way up don't say them off forgive me I'm a seminar oh them say me song, them never had them, them lie Know them want to do collab to me as cheap as Spotify I tell them send a link me without money for my vice Them know for rich is part me that it take one leap of sacrifice I that them don't like Everybody I tell me them proud of me He rode up, we live in it up Better shut them out British links go tell them say we got we own a style from a touchy scene, it won't let them run out of time. Regular, my love, my girl, you know me never full of high. Couple, couple time, after that, them never cross my mind. Money are the only thing we get my time. Get them trying to set me up a couple time. Fresh car, if I feel it, them you never make a dime. Anytime you change your life, I that them not like. One up the road, sir. Any scene I cop, we no do me more, sir. I fight for the quarter, strike a neck like a rotor. Them bad mind, two man stand up like a soldier. I that them don't like. Everybody I tell me them proud of me. He rode up, we live in it up. Better shut your mouth. When I no visa, but my heart in the states got a tick. Tick na Miami, she want for come up here. Me bad anyway, some little boy just bad in other players. If I money add it up, it then I better add the name. The money never change. Only but for your pandians, me still a watch out for the fake. Every girl way up, don't say them off. Forgive me, I'm a seminar. Oh, rip up, rip up, then I shift. Them say me sang, them never had them. Them lie, know them want for do collab to me as cheap as Spotify. I tell them send a link me without money for my vice. Them know for rich is part me that it take one leap of sacrifice. Right, we gonna bring this down. We gonna bring this down. All right, this is what I want you all to picture. I want you all to picture this, Bastion. Picture this. You in Flatbush, right? You at a basement party, right? This track comes on, and a gal is right there, right? She winds your waist, and yeah, and then you know you going for the dance. That's that's what that's what this summer's gonna be like, Bash. You really want this summer to be real? You damn right. I want this summer to be real. Bastion, I've been inside. All I remember is documentaries like like Michael Jordan's documentary and Tiger King. That's all I remember. Oh, and Hunter x Hunter. That's all I've been doing that summer last year, okay? Did you ever finish Hunter x Hunter? No. You know what I got up to? I got up to the, the Ant King, and he's playing chess with the blind girl with the stuffy nose, and then gone in the crew like they infiltrated the castle. So I'm damn. up to that part. Okay, that's that's a great arc right there. That is a great arc. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't appreciate the the Ant Queen beginning. Like I didn't really like it, but then as it progressed, like it got better. It, yeah, in hindsight, that arc was very. The beginning of the arc was boring, but then it picked up very nicely. Hell uh, yeah, bro! That arc is great. That. But yeah, you want a beautiful summer. But you know who's not having a beautiful summer? Well, start of it. The people that invested in Bitcoin. Oh, dude, they are going so down. Well, crypto, a lot of crypto is going so down. I was doing great because I, I went to the moon with AMC, bro. I, I recently just sold it because it's, it's, it's going hella down. It's going hella down. But 
That AMC was going to the moon, Bash. I was making some money off of that. But you are absolutely right, my friend. Crypto is going down. So down. And you know who I blame, Bashin? Your former guy. Your guy. That was on SNL with his boo dressing up like the Mario Brothers and all that. I blame him. I blame Elon. I blame Musk. It's all his fault. So the story, the very interesting story, not very, it's not interesting at all. It's like if you, if you pay attention to social media for like five minutes, you kind of get the gist of it. True. And also, Bastion, we do talk about um, investing a lot. That no, is a, not a lot. Sometimes. A lot. Okay. We've talked about it a lot this year. I know it hasn't seemed like we've, it's only been five months in, Bastion. We've talked about it a lot. Whether it was game stonks, game um, NFTs, we've talked about a lot of stuff here. Yeah. So in this situation, it was, let's say maybe a couple of weeks back, Tesla reported that they can now, uh, you can now buy Teslas with Bitcoin. And I already thought that would be a bad idea because in my, I, I think like, huh, okay, so Tesla definitely forgot or they don't know the information that it costs a lot of energy to send one Bitcoin to another person. Yes. And this is kind of against their mission statement, you know, making the world with, uh, get to more sustainable, you make the world use more sustainable energy. So my mind is like, Oh, this is going to be bad. Like once they figure it out, once they figure it out, they're going to stop all of that, mm-hmm. which they did. So a couple weeks you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. It was on their website and now they closed it. It's like, Hey, we're no longer going to allow you to buy uh, Teslas with Bitcoin. Uh, thank you for your patronage. We're not going to sell. Goodbye. And that was like the start of the domino. And yeah. it took about a week for it to hit where it kind of hit uh, earlier today. So you you kind of see it dip like 5K straight. And it keeps going down. Yeah. And, you know, keep going down. I think knock Bitcoin it down. is like 10K down, right? Yeah. No, it went further down. I think within a week. What, 15? No, you're right. It went yeah, 10K. 10K. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm 10K talking is a good about. number because it went down to 30,000. Right. And it kind of went up to 90. So it actually went down 20,000 depending on what time you're looking. Oh, man. So it, it's kind of crazy to kind of see that one person has this hold off of like a currency and they're kind of using him to kind of sell or buy more or hold leave it longer well bastion a one prophet a wise prophet once said no one man should have all that power yeah and that's yeah. why yeah and I, I i've been saying that too same thing with dogecoin for them to call him the doge father and he has nothing to do with the actual coin or doja cat no Do- get it doge doja whack. cat anyway shut up man oh, that was good <laughs> that was whack bro oh <laughs> So that was good. Yeah, that's 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 kind of how, like the cookies crumbled. That that's pretty much the base of everything. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> happy you left. <laughs> and it was just interesting because first of all, I I don't invest invest in cryptocurrency not anymore. Not since uh, they stopped a lot of platforms in NYC. So like Bitrix and Binance, if you live right. in New York City, you can't use those platforms. And I don't want to just dedicate all my time using Coinbase because it's an app on the phone and you can only be limited to buy what they offer. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And it's all rigged anyway now. I, I won't, yeah, I guess rigged might not be the term, but if you think there are other people like you and me 
you know, people that are in working class, middle class, lower class, just have money to throw in it, and that's what's kind of making it rise. Yeah. No, it's the same rich people that you hate, why you hate investing stocks. They kind of just put that money up in, they put like a, a couple million dollars, it goes up a couple million dollars, they pull out, and it, it hits everybody below. So that's yeah. kind of what's happening right now. Yeah, Bastion, I'm not going to lie. The ish that happened February, it really turned me off from yeah. from investing a bit and using these apps too because they're part of the problem as well. Yeah, they, they are part of the problem. Um, it's also the people too. At the same time, it's all about the education. That too. If you're, if you're not educated on how to use certain applications, you're going to have a problem with it. If you're not educated on the concepts and why people use it, you're going it's, to, it's going to bite you in the butt. And, and, you know, I've been saying that word a lot, but right. th this is kind of the education part of and, everything. And how to properly invest your money too. I don't think it's wise for people to just invest in things because people just tell them to. I yeah. think uh, it's important to, to conduct your own research and, and learn because, you know, once you, because I feel like sometimes when people tell you to invest in things, um, I think a lot of the time people are already invested in that thing and they get the better, they get the max benefit from it. And then once everyone tries to jump in on it, everything starts to go down and then you lose your money. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's painful. It's a painful ride if you're in it, if you're in it to win it. You know, if you put like your life savings in it and it just didn't pan out the way you wanted it to, so you're just kind of looking at yourself in the mirror. It's like it's your fault. Yeah. Exactly. Or don't be like you no. Know, you, you got top and you know you sold that top and it was lit. Don't be like Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. <laughs> that was still a good movie. Hubie Halloween was horrible. That was a great movie. Hubie Halloween is great. I'm gonna talk about a movie later on, but you know. It's the month of May. A lot of things happen in May. I mean, yesterday was technically the 19th. A lot of things happened on the 19th. Happy birthday to Malcolm X. Happy birthday to Andre the Giant. Happy birthday to my mom. Oh, she's old. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Love you. You old, but love you. Then also, we have to say RIP to the legendary Mr. Paul Mooney, who in my opinion, is one of the most underrated, underappreciated comedians of all time, except for black, except for the black community, because we loved him, okay? For those of you who do not know, Paul Mooney um, wrote and worked with the legendary Richard Pryor. If you also have seen him on The Chappelle Show, that's where we got our knowledge of Mr. Paul Mooney and with certain sketches like Negro Damas, Ask a Black Dude, Mooney on movies and Paul Mooney has a lot of sayings that still resonate to us to this day. One of my favorite sayings is everybody want to be a nigga, but not everybody want to be a nigga. That's one of my favorite lines ever because of how true it is of how cultural appropriation comes into play and how it's shown in social media. It's shown in fashion. It's shown in movies and television it's shown at hell even as memes because hey you got white people acting black and they're making huge dollars off of it they become internet sensations you have your woe vickies you have your your bad babies and you know i always think about that paul mooney saying of everybody want to be a nigga but not everybody want to be a nigga because when it's time to actually be that you have resistance 
Instead of Black Lives Matter, you have All Lives Matter. And then you have Blue Lives Matter. So, Paul Mooney is definitely one a, a wise man. And his his comedic timing and his, his comedic material definitely has impacted the landscape of not only just black culture, but American culture. Yeah, and I do recommend, if you can, I think it's on some um, streaming platforms to check out Paul Mooney stuff. He does have some recorded comedies from the early 90s up. And I actually did listen to, uh, I think I listened to it last year because JPEG sampled one of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So I ended up listening. No, not sampled. He put it on a playlist. And I ended up looking at the entire album because he put it on the playlist on title. So, oh, okay. This is kind of where he gets some of his like musical ideas. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely check it out. Check it out on uh, some of his material on YouTube as well. And because Dave Chappelle got paid now, you could go and watch the Chappelle show again. Watch some of Paul Mooney's skits on the Chappelle show available on some of your favorite apps like Netflix. Netflix it's on Netflix. HBO Max. Oh, yes. and HBO Max too. So there you go. One of my favorite Paul Mooney skits is, again, the mo- is Mooney on movies, right? And he was breaking down um, what he liked and disliked about each movie. And then when he got to The Last Samurai, he was like, yo, The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise is totally offensive. Like, first he got The Mexican with Brad Pitt, and now The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Like, he's The Last Samurai, and he was like, yo, how about this? I have, I have a new script that Hollywood should do. He said, The Last Nigga on Earth starring Tom Hanks. That was beautiful. That was great. Yeah. It's definitely our introduction to Paul Mooney. It's kind of crazy that we got it through Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's very iconic, very uh, – he created the – well, he was one of the people that created the landscape for many black comedians today. Absolutely. So, he was he was so. the man behind the scenes. He was the man that you, have, that you didn't see, but you saw um, his, his influence in a lot of – and a lot of comedians today. Like I said, he, he, he helped out Richard Pryor with a lot of his um his comedy. It's crazy, man, that you know, last year John Witherspoon passed away and now twenty twenty one Paul Mooney passed away. It's it's sad, man. We're losing a lot of black comedic legends. Yeah. So respect them while they're still around. Very yeah, important. That's true. That's true. Respect them and give them their flowers while they're around, man. Twenty twenty one has been a crazy year. We've been losing a lot of prominent black figures in life yeah and just to kind of yeah yeah it's it's just insane it's kind of depressing but um it has we, we should always learn from them yes yeah you know, any opportunity could go back to their listen to their stuff and how they got there you know understand their journey their exactly internet. exactly and and hey if you are influenced and and you take um and you're inspired by their story, you know, apply it to your life, man. See, see how you can use what they've, what they've gone through and, and try to apply it to your life so you can grow. I mean, that's how we create wise people. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others, you know? Yeah. Did I tell you to sell drugs? No. Hove did that. Hopefully you won't have to go through that. Anything else? <laughs> No, that, that's all I have to say about it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Is there anything else on the dock before we get to this, this the second song? No, we're going to get into a very long discussion on music. All right, great. And that's kind of what we're saving up for because uh, we're going to analyze like a couple projects. And I can't wait. Out. 
because I haven't talked to you about any new music. I haven't talked to you about a damn thing, especially this J. Cole thing. So we're going to take another break. So what we're going to do first is we're going to talk about Kodak, St. Vincent. Then we're going to get into J. Cole, okay? Okay, right now? No, no, no. After the song of the week. (laughs) All right, song of the week. Boy, last week has been a great weekend in hip-hop, Bastion. We have Nicki, Kodak. You have the returning of what I feel is the best group of the past decade right here with the Migos. This track is called Straightening. And this track right here, Bash, this right here, this is a banger, Bash. And I feel like, you know, 2020 was the the year in music where a lot of things was meant to be listened to in your car or at home. 2021, Bastion. 2021, Bastion. A lot of this music right now, it's meant for the clubs, bruh. Hey, Castro, go crazy. Yeah, so we gone. Huh? Stop, we good. Stop, chill. We on. Chill. Scale, huh? Let's go. Let's go. Domingo, huh? Let's go. Domingo. Take, huh? Let's go. Huh? Set, huh? Let's roll. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. Don't nothing get straightened but straightening. You don't get you don't straight, you don't straighten it. Nah. In this game, sit back, be patient. Gang. Act like the game went vacant. Huh? Act like some been taken. Took what? Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. Been kicking, popping out daily. Go. On the island, it's a movie I'm making. I'm counting the narrows with Robert De Niro. He telling them that you're amazing. Put that hey. on. Get on. I bought two whips and I put my boot on. She put this wrist on. She fat the wrist said it went rich and meal prone. Turn a pandemic into a pandemic. You know that's you know that we on. Them gon' pull up and L at this Ellis together won't get with you homes. Uh-uh, I don't do the fake kicking. No. There go a rocket is taking it. It's a problem with you, then we straining it. Swap out the cap with a demon in it. Upgrade the band up with fiends in it. I got some shooters you seen with me. We're running back, I just seen tenant. We gonna get straight, straightening, straightening, straightening. Trap 
popping out the spot, out the base. Out the spot. That's man and your devil, we spent on your block. Spin. I pop a perk and I'm gone, berserk, and I woke up and bought me a job. Like drop. Like straight drop. to the point, I get straight to the straight, and your brother, he can't even go. We gutted them, nobody talk. We gutted New color, then start, start to fall. New trapping and hustling, beat down the wall. Beat down with the stuff, now it's our rebel. Now keep a Mac in the back of the Tesla. I'm with the gang, we can never be selfish. Watch how I dress, I'm the dripping professor. Sorry, kill Ted, then I bought a compressor. Time to press them, eat them for breakfast. Taught them a lesson, I'm never confessing. Never my message, somebody stretch them. Straight, straining bastion what a great way for the migos to return to music man because i'm not gonna lie i don't know if you've been hearing about this in the streets people have been were saying prior to this track that they didn't know if the migos had it within them to repeat what they did and accomplished last decade right but then when they came out this track i was like oh nah I think everything was on hush after this track, especially with the whole. Is that what the streets were saying? Or the, the streets were saying. No, 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 no. I did not say this at all. The streets were saying this, Bastion, because people people haven't heard Amigos record in a minute, man. Dude, so you have to remind the same me. Thing. No, bro, the same. This is great. This track so is awesome. You know what, Bastion? Question: How did you feel? Well, what do you think in 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 that? What I said. Migos is the best group, the quintessential group of the past decade. You disagree. disagree. Of course you disagree, because you're going to say Ray Shrimmerd or something. Yeah. Of course okay. you're going to say Ray Shrimmerd. I, I wasn't thinking about them, but they're way better. No. Ray Shrimmerd, they're amazing. They they're are albums. amazing. They are amazing, Bastion, but Migos is pop they're culture icons. Than, they're better than the Migos. No, they're not. Migos just have a fan base. That, Migos like, do have the, a fan base, but if you saw the evolution of the of the Migos throughout that past decade, bro, their their rise were was amazing. Let's not forget, okay? Freaking Hillary Clinton destroyed the dab. All right, that was the Migos. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So what? What is your What's your point? What's your argument? Migos was the best was the, was the best group of of the past decade, and they're gonna they're coming back to claim their title as one of the best. Best group. Yes, Migos, of the decade. Yes, of the twenty tens. Okay. Yeah. I disagree. Of course but, you disagree. Uh, I, don't I know you disagree. Continue discussing this. Why? This is good. I, I think they're one of them, but I don't think they're the best. Okay, who do you think is the best? Odd Future? No, because okay. they didn't last as long. True, and they're they are just a, for me a collective. They're collective. So who do you think this past decade the best group? I don't have an answer for that. Not on the spot. 
So you might have to ask me some other time. Okay, I'll, I'll ask I, you. I have to kind of look back, but yeah, Migos is a group that has lasted the test of time. They have lasted the test of time, and and for me also with well, the longevity. Maybe the related too. with with the longevity too, Bastion. I, I think about the tracks that Migos have have dropped over the, over the past decade, and the cultural impact that the Migos has had this past decade as well. You know, I think I think a lot of that played into to factor for me. Okay, and I think culture was that peak for me, the first culture that came out 2017. But of course, when they did the whole dab stuff, I think that was that was another that was another peak for the Migos as well. Mm. But yeah, prior to so. that, but prior to that, you know, they had tracks like Versace featuring Drake. They had, no, I'm not saying like they don't have great singles. I just wasn't too crazy about their albums. Their regular albums, not their mixtapes. They had great mixtapes. Mm-hmm. But their albums were just, you know, they're okay. Culture was great, but Culture 2 was not. You know? Yeah, Culture and 2 was awful. I'm not going to lie. Because it was 20 tracks. It's not and their it, fault. It was the record label that just yeah. told them to put a bunch of music together. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there, Bastion. And, and hey, I think, you know, with them taking this, this, this long time to create some music and, you know, um, everyone was doing their old solo thing, like Take Off and Offset. And of course, you had Quavo and everyone's in relationships and all that. It, you know, they, they took some time to separate, do their own things. And now everyone is, they've come back together and they're back as a unit. And to me, they sound stronger than ever. Okay. I've, I've, I've seen some snippets of, of some music videos and Offset snapped on one record. Um, they really have to kind of bounce back through each of them individually having like a type of bad light on them true and really crappy albums let's be real yeah. especially yeah. quavo i'm looking at them. you all of them yeah um offsets wasn't that great either i think it was called father of four I, I i thought that wasn't really that great either i thought even the cover was terrible yeah well i'm not gonna diss the cover there was this kids i'm not gonna diss that i thought that's fine i could, st- I could still say the shoot sucked <laughs> it was not good bro i have no problem with that but, Regular family photo would have been better than some weird Egyptian thing. Takeoff, by the way, I still think you failed in naming your first album ready for takeoff. That was me. That's just me. That that was just a gimme. But I'm I'm happy y'all are back Take together. Takeoff albums like rappers that are forced to rap sometimes, you know? And not like G Unit style. It's just like yeah. you have to rap. And personally, I think takeoff is still the best out of the three. I think they all have their different styles. You know, but for me at least, I think Takeoff, he's still the best out Said of the group. Said no one ever. Nah, I disagree. I, yeah. I disagree. Okay, I that's fine. Who do you think? Offset? Yeah, Quavo, if anything. Quavo, Quavo you could throw him in, in the song with anybody, and he's able to continue like the flow and the energy. Offset, so I think, too. I think Quavo's the most diverse out of all of them. I mean, Offset has has had hits without without Quavo or they. Yeah, I understand. I know. I said I said Quavo is more diverse than all of them. All right, all right, fine, Bashing, fine, fine. Now all let's right, get let, into some let, more music talk, Bashing. Let's get into your fellow Zoe. No, wait, wait. Okay, yeah. Let's yeah. let's get into the recent boy Kodak. That's right. The recently pardoned Kodak Black is back with another track. Oh damn! Hey, that rhymed. But anyways, Haitian Boy Kodak dropped eight-track album, 23 minutes. And 
not gonna lie, Bastion, I enjoyed this project. I enjoyed it a lot. Because when it comes to Kodak, I know what I'm getting when it comes to Kodak. I'm getting ignorance. Um, but also, Kodak had a little bit of growth. He has a, a tiny bit of growth with within this album because again, he's coming, he's he's fresh out of jail from the pardon from the former president, Donald Trump. That this whole thing, that sounds weird, doesn't it? He did make a one reference about it. He did make a reference about it, but it still sounds weird even saying it like, yo, he got pardoned from the president. Yeah. Like, that's weird. That's weird saying that. <laughs> but anyways, eight track album. Um he definitely um brings a lot of his his Haitian culture, his Haitian roots into into a lot of these tracks. My man is rapping in Creole fashion, and that was one of the main reasons why I wanted you to listen to it. I know I know you have your problems with Kodak Black. I think we all do, okay? I'm not gonna go into what he's done and all that stuff, but you know, he's he's not perfect, he's not an angel. But if there's one thing about Kodak Black is this music is talented. This man is talented. He makes great music. He makes great slaps. And I think Haitian boy Kodak does not disappoint in that. Um, there is a lot of growth in his music. Like I said, the man is rapping in, in Creole. I don't think I hear that that often. Who else you know raps in Creole except for Wyclef Jean? Haitian rappers rap in Creole. Of course they do, Bastion. But I'm talking about here in America. <laughs> Yeah, I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's an interesting album, but yeah, what what's your thoughts on it overall? You... Overall, um, there there's there's definitely some replayability to this. Um, I definitely want to get a translator to see what 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 he's rapping about in in, in some of these tracks though, because I don't know some of the stuff that he's saying. Oh, real quick though, um, one track in particular. Where he's rapping most of most of everything in Creole. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's right here. It well, he said like I know in like Dejame that he's like talking about like crying yes. and praying and stuff. Yes, that I one. Like I wash my back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, and it rains on me. See, that's why I'm happy you actually listened to it, so I can ask you about what was he saying in those tracks. Overall, he was like, I don't know if he speaks Creole, Creole. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't speak Creole. I, I understand it, though. Just throw throw Bastion back in Haiti, and he will speak fluent Creole. He told me this last time. And I thought it was interesting. Um, overall, I do like the album. I do like the project. Hey, I actually like it. Bastion the likes song, it. The song that kind of flipped the switch for me, and it could be just a word that kind of flips the switch, is Basement on Fire, mm. right? In the middle of the song, it said, Topping Heads and Burning Houses, Kupa de Bulakai. What the does that mean, Bastion? Haiti said that. No, oh. uh, chopping heads, burning houses. Oh, okay. So he kind of translates it in the beginning. Oh. Like most people won't catch that. So it's like chopping heads and burning houses. Kupitet Bulakai, the president of Haiti said that, and oh. and I'm hoping that he understands. That's a reference to Jean Jacques Dessalines. And I was like, what? That's that's rare. That's rare to see. That's rare to hear. It's Growth. A, Kupitet Bulakai is very important to uh, Haitian history because that's how they kind of started the um, revolution, you know, the, killing the masters. You mm. know, everything goes, the houses and the people in it. So it's uh, yeah, it's very hardcore. It's pretty brutal. It's uh, <laughs> it's legit stuff. So that's like a very powerful saying. If you know, you know. That's that's basically what I felt like those bars meant. So mm. this song is this album is for the Haitians. By the time you get to um, track four, 
that's when he starts speaking in Creole. Yes. And he, it's very emotional, right? That things that he's saying in Creole is more personal, if mm-hmm. anything. I I feel after I got to the last track, like Don't Leave Me, when he was doing an acapella. Yes. And like he sounded like he's crying. It's like, this guy is in pain. Well, yeah, this is what he was. He was rapping that when he was in prison. I don't know if you remember that. When he was yeah. locked up, um, yeah. um, he was saying, he was spitting that bar. He was spitting those bars while locked up. Oh, the last track? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense because he's in pain. I don't know it's like PTSD from being in prison so many times and just how everything is in his life and the neighborhoods. Like he just does not want to go back to jail, right? He does not want to go back. And it's, I think it's important uh, for an artist to kind of listen to this project for someone that's like real, right? I'm going to keep it real in the streets. Like, nah, it's, it takes a toll. So when I heard this album, it's like, wow, he's really like, he's crying. He's crying on the album. Growth. He's crying on the album. I'm not sure if it's 100%. Yeah, it's emotional growth. You know, I'm not giving him too much. You're not giving him much of a pass yet. Yeah, I still don't really like Kodak Black, personally. That's but fair. his does make good music. And that's um, that's all I could say from my fellow Zoe down in Florida. Hey. But, but um, yeah, this is a good EP album, whatever you call it. It's Yeah, overall, I don't know anymore, Bastion. I don't know. It has heart. It has I've, a lot of heart and emotion. That's why I respect about Kodak, man. Yeah, uh, he yeah. can be ignorant at times. He can say a lot of ignorant ish in his music and do a lot of ignorant ish when he, you know. But with, with when it comes to one thing about Kodak, man, it's his music. He's great in music. He's awesome. Like he's one of the best. If he just focuses on that and he just stays his ass out of trouble, he could be one of the best. I really hope he stays out of trouble. I too, do too. It man. really seems that like he wants he to. Hurt. Yeah. He has a lot on him already. um, I mean, yeah, he he pleaded guilty. Yeah. So, So, yeah, let's see what happens. But I look forward to more future Kodak. Yes, I am. And overall, this is a good project. And I do recommend one. Check it out. Check out the music video, Basement on Fire. Yes. It is out. It's like one of my favorite songs on this tape. And plus, since it's Haitian Heritage Month, I feel like it's your damn duty to listen to this Haitian Boy Kodak album EP thing. Now, just listen to White Clef, The Carnival and eclectic and then you do your just diligence or just listen to haitian compa on youtube you know, they have a lot of beautiful yes. track lists or on that. also listen to the haitian all-stars on wbai yeah. that's right tuesdays 2 a.m I and mean, you know he's they... also on twitch as well check him out also on twitch as well salute to dj hard and harry salute to dj z um and also they're available on podcasting as well so just haitian all-stars man google them do your googles yes so the next album so yeah, we rec- we both recommend it's a good project. So yes. next album I want to talk about is Saint Vincent. Yes, you told me to to listen to one track and I did. So please inform me about who Saint Vincent is. Um, how does she? So come Saint to Vincent, prominence? singer, songwriter, musicianist from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I oh, was first introduced Tulsa. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I was first introduced to Saint Vincent. Back then, when she back in 2012, when she did an album with David Bryan from Talking Heads called mm-hmm. Love This Giant, and I thought it was like pretty interesting. It was okay. Mm-hmm. So every time she came out with a project, I would listen to it. I wasn't like too crazy of a fan, but I always thought she made really good music. Yeah. So the other day, I was listening to NPR, and she did an interview 
talking about why she titled it uh, Daddy's Home, and it's because her father was in jail for 10 years, and she recently came, and he, you know, got out. So people, when they heard Daddy's Home, they're talking, they thought it was about her. Like, she's mm. like, Daddy. But <laughs> in a way, it's like, no, like, her father came home from prison. So that's kind of what the reference was in the album for. And then, listening to the album, it has a lot of 70s overtone to mm-hmm. it as well. And I was just like, there's like very good guitar sounding and certain picks. Very good with melodies, the song topics, My Baby Wants a Baby. And just listening to that and just chilling all day, it was like, wow, this album is really good. So if you really want, I won't call it Tame Impala S because Tame Impala still used that kind of psychedelic Definitely not noise. Tame Impala. She, no, she no, didn't... no, throughout the album, throughout the album. Mm-hmm. In terms of 70s uh, uh, soundscapes. Yes. And like the the features that music had in the seventies, it does have that overtone throughout the album. I'm not saying Tame Impala is in the same uh, vibe, right? But no, it's just I, like I, sm- that's what I said. It's like this is definitely not Tame Impala. No, no, no. no. I was just talking about this. It it captures the seventies the same way Tame Impala does. Okay, that's fair. Um, but in our own way, because the first album's more electronic. Mm-hmm. But I can promise you, by the time you get later in the middle of the album, it sounds more seventies, mm-hmm. more melody focused as well. A lot of great songwriting. So it does require multiple listens in order for you to understand kind of what she's going through and her story. Bastion, so, so, yeah. When when I said before we took our second break that there's a lot of music that's coming out now that sounds like they've they're making it for us to go outside and to listen to it outside Mm -hmm. um when i heard the first track which is pay way pay your way in pain that's the first thing i thought of i thought of damn this is going to sound really good live because a lot of the instrumentation that's on that record um a lot of it just sounds like live instrumentation, and it, and it, oh yeah, it is. It, it is. is like she has the sitar, mm-hmm. um, guitar, acoustic guitar. Got the bass, got a lap steel, the mellotron. Like she, 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 she plays it all. Yeah, and I was just like, "Yo, this ish would sound really awesome live." And it seems yeah. like um, I don't know about the rest of the album, but it seems like this is meant for you to hear outside. Like this is this is that. Hmm. Yeah, I think in, in a good room, if in a good day, I think so too. Like a nice night live with the lights out, mm-hmm. almost the same energy that when we went to see Flying Lotus. You know, everybody in the yes. crowd together, just relaxing in mm-hmm. open air while listening to the music. Definitely, that's exactly what I was thinking about. So I was just like, "Dang, okay, I gotta re-listen to. I have to listen to to more of this album." But from the first track, I like what I'm hearing. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check it out, St. Vincent. Daddy's Home. It just came out. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorite albums this year. Um, mm-hmm. This is off of like first listen. And yeah, it's kind of rare for me to like something first listen. I think the last album wasn't too re- wasn't too recent. It was uh, uh, Flying Lotus. Yas- oh, y- Yasuke. 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 And okay. I love that album. That album is just, it's already top 10. It's a good no album. No doubt about it. It's a no, good album. The anime I haven't sucks. watched the anime. Don't watch the anime. I told you before, I'll say it again. But Do the, not watch the anime. It is awful. That album has the same energy as like those random Japanese albums I found on YouTube and I just mellow yeah. out all day. Yeah. Like, I know, but I know who made about. this. The black man from LA. <laughs> I Lotus. <laughs> Yeah, that album it's it's a great album. Uh, again, like like I said last time, it it gets you immersed within the the Yasuke world. So, 
hey, if you like the Yasuke album, that's all you need to know about Yasuke. Don't 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 dig deeper, please, because you'll be disappointed. Don't do it. Yeah. Swear yeah. to God, don't do it. Just use your imagination when you're listening to the music. Yeah, use your imagination, man. Just picture what you want the the storyline to be like. Don't 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 watch the anime. Please don't don't do it. All right, we, we kind of waited long enough. Time to oh wait, uh, real, real quick. All right, I yeah. don't want to I don't want to get past the the Nikki album. Well, Nikki um uh, re released Beam Me Up Scotty oh, okay. on DSP. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Multiple times today. Oh, you did. Oh wow, yeah. I, I I did too. I'm not gonna lie. I was I felt like the biggest bar back in 2009 again. And real quick, Bastion, is isn't it weird now that like that we have these mixtapes and these albums that are like 10 years old? I mean, like Goblin Goblin was recently like it it had its 10 year anniversary, and of course, Beam Me Up Scotty is like 11, no, 12 years old now. Isn't it weird now that like? we remember like those moments of when those tapes or albums came out and now you're hearing like the like this is the anniversary isn't it wild like being there and actually remembering that time that's a great question and i kind of use that uh instant to talk about like illmatic Mm -hmm. right Illmatic being such a classic album, but it came out in '94. We were born. We don't know when it like when it came out. Like this eight year spinning the best bars mm-hmm. that hip hop will ever heard forever. It's like the best album of all time. Yeah, and it's like ten year anniversary. I remember the ten year anniversary happened. No, no, the twentieth anniversary. Twenty. Yeah. I remember when the twentieth anniversary happened. I did not listen to it. Uh, the ten. I heard the ten year anniversary album mm-hmm. because I found it on the internet, but I did not listen to it. The ten year one. And the 20 year anniversary is coming out. The vinyl is coming out. It was like the unreleased projects yeah, from that ever was coming out. You listen to it. It's like, the wow, documentary came out. <laughs> wow, this music sucks. <laughs> uh, just let me listen to Illmatic, please. Uh, you're ruining the experience. Um, that's kind of how I feel. It's like mm. to think back on the album and knowing that it was like the best of its time mm-hmm. and just like seeing it hit the 10 year. Then when we hit that 20 year mark, it's just going to be insane. It's like, you know, you'd be talking to, you know, you're talking to your niece. I talked to my nephew. It's like, I, you know, when this album came out, shook all of Jamaica Queens. Shook yeah. all of Jamaica My boy Shaq was like, yo, this Nicki Minaj album's like, it's going to be popping. Late, later that week, we saw her on the Collie Block with two tall, six, ten uh, bodyguard guards. Dudes. And that summer, I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure she did the... She did an interview with Funk Master Flex and like, oh, I was at the club, but you didn't give me a shout. It's like, oh, was it like that? It's like, yeah, it was like that, but that's why I'm here right now. I remember that interview. Mm. So I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan, but over a period of time, I, I've learned to understand her importance to the game. And respect her, too. I, and I, respect her. I, I respect so, yeah. her. I respect a lot of Nicki's songs in hindsight now, you know. In hindsight now. Yeah, back then, I was like, mm, I ain't yeah. I, like, I, I like it. Like still, Starships. I still can't stand Starships. I understand i respect the move on why she did that stuff pound the alarm and all that i respect it now but back then i was just like where's beam me up scotty where's the rap and i respect it now to the point where if i hear artists using kind of her formula i'm completely okay with it yeah so when he says like oh she copied like Nicki minaj style it's like well Artists been doing that before. You can talk about Eve and everything, but yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj just like the number one at it. Yes, you can talk about Eve. You can hell. You can even there's there's even um, Lil Kim at times. You know she she was on some poppy 
some popish records too but like nikki not really went, yeah not not on the nikki level where she was like fully into pop for for like well over i'd say like a good three four years it seemed like she she just came out with pop record after pop record after pop record i think the last pop record i can remember from nikki um as as not even a single but like as a feature was um ariana grande and jesse J. I think bang bang i think that was like the last one that i can think of off top of my head okay that was like a hit so when you hit me up about it i was like yeah i saw it out but i didn't know it came with new tracks and yes. i see it came with five new tracks yes well not really because there are like eight new tracks well well hold on let me let me let me just get out the the track list once again do 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 yeah so Actually, it's only three new tracks, but those additional tracks that you see. So, like, Seeing Green with Drake, Lil Wayne, Crocodile Teeth, the remix, and then Fraction. But um, Chirac and, and um, Boss Ass Bitch, that, those were tracks that she already did before. Oh, okay. So, you just they just added that on to the, to I the think mixtape. I, yeah, that's how I thought about Chirac. I felt like I yeah. heard. Yeah, I was listening to G Herbo for a minute. Um, just, like, checking out his stuff. So right. I felt like I heard. But, but the, yeah, um, seeing green fractions and crocodility. Yeah, what do you what are your thoughts on seeing green? That was it's the return of the the YMCMB trio. It's Drake, uh, Nikki, and, and hey, there Lil are other Wayne. people in that in that group, but sure. Tyga, I'm not <laughs> mentioning the other ones. Okay, in hindsight, that album was well, the album was horrible, and their songs sucked. Even the singles, they were not good. Every girl in the world. Bedrock. Bedrock. That was good. Yeah, but every girl in the world, it, it's not good. I just wanna every girl in the world. That was that was a great song too. We talked in about. about three years. Holla at me, Miley Cyrus, you sicko. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah. That would never pass now. Hell no! Remember that was two thousand nine. All right, Miley was. I don't even remember what how old Miley was, but anyways. Yeah. The, oh, seeing man. green. Seeing green was is a great track. I, I thought like, so too. Lil Wayne still has it when he needs to have it. You or know, just this whole when project is not to. there. But uh, right. I, I was tired. It's funny. I hate Corona bars. Like anything talking about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he did a great job. And I was yeah, like, I wasn't said something like, about uh, see, um, laying laying you six feet deep. Call that social distancing or something like that. Yeah, that, that was, was that was a good that was a good little shot. That was a good. I guess. My 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 emotions when I heard that bar, that exact bar was like, yeah, he used to do that. Yeah. He used to just like take something, a current event, and like rap about it. But I always feel like he, when you talk to him in interviews, like he doesn't know anything. So it's kind of weird that he's able to kind of do those things. Well, you know what, Bastion? I think it's a defense mechanism, to me at least, because apparently like Lil Wayne, he's a really smart dude, but I just think he plays dumb. I think he does that intentionally. So you can underestimate him. That's just me. That's just me with with the psychology degree that I'm using right now. To me, I because I, I know a lot of people that do that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, he's very smart. He right? He doesn't write bars. He, he does all from his dome. Well, he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, he does not do that anymore. And I remember that track Smuckers where Tyler was like, "Hey, I want I want you to rap like this version of you," and he was able to do it no problem. Too. Yeah. So. You know, when listening to those kind of Wayne verses, to me, I feel like he can do it, but he just doesn't want to at times. Maybe it requires more mental energy. It, I think so, too. 
but also Drake came back and and he was he was the boy he was he was on his rap ish and and Drake he he's talked about a lot of um current things going on in his life okay which also he mentioned the fact that uh you know he 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 sort of was a home wrecker in a way he talked about you know talking about um his new relationship that that you know the girl broke up an eight year relationship for like he talked about that I thought. That was very petty and, and Drake of him, but hey, I appreciated it. At least he you knows we're he talking it, about so it. Have rap, so he can have something to rap about. Yeah, he but he brag rapped about it too, though. No, Bash. no, no. It's I forgot what artist said that. Like he he has nothing to rap, write about, so he might just like might love a girl just for and like, for inspiration, huh? For inspiration? Not yeah, for inspiration, just to get a heartbreak, just so he could write some inspiration. So it's oh, like oh, that that's the most light skin ish I've ever heard. It's also like plateau artists because like what can you do? You've done every album that you could do and you're not an experimental guy, right? That is true. So at a certain point it's like if you're not pulling out your Stevie Wonder bag or your Kanye bag where you just go to like different levels of music, you're just going to keep doing the same thing but have to have like personal topics to it, right? It's like uh, Usher's confession was really good because it wasn't about his life, it was about someone else's life. But it was interesting for him to write it, right? That's why Usher's confession was really interesting. Well, well, no, it was about his life. It was about something that he did. No, it was about uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. It's uh, was it? I forgot his name. But it's he about cheated. one of his people's knife. No, no. Trust me, it was about someone else. Anyways, so Drake is looking for trouble. So he's like, maybe he causes trouble. And he probably has these songs pre-written too. He was just trying to find some way to get some trouble. He gets in trouble, mm. tells the media outlet about it. The media outlet is talking about it. And, you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows the story. Now, he has some content for the album if, that he never made, that if, he lied about. If Drake... Re- Listen, I love, this, I love take. this theory. I love this hot yeah. take. Yeah. But if Drake really did that, that is the most king light skin thing he, he's ever done. And I'm with this theory. I'm with this theory 100%. Which goes back to the question that I asked last year. I mean, not last year, last week. What beige ballad do you think Drake sung to that young lady? Nothing. He just had to talk to her, if anything. Maybe they planned it out. Hmm. Hmm. You know, that that's kind of my theory. Hmm. Okay. I think he just stole her. Just to, well, I just think he stole her. I didn't think, I didn't think they planned that part out. I think okay. he planned it out. So, just to talk about, I think Confessions Part Two was actually um, based on Jermaine Dupri's personal experience. Whoa! What? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he just cheated. Nah, he wasn't doing any of that. Like I said, he got ideas from people with him. Jermaine Dupri is like one of the biggest, like best producers of our time. Yes. So, Don't worry. So, We're gonna be talking about Bow Wow soon. We, I will. Damn it. Because we so, need to. Yeah, yeah. This is so. That's kind of my theory. If you're, you know, okay. we're just talking about Nikki, but just quickly talk about Drake. Right. Uh, for his Lover Boy season. That's kind of the the theory. He's causing trouble, mm-hmm. and he can make three to five good songs about it, for about two years, mm. and five singles is really good. Yeah. In today's age. So if you can make some like good singles about it, then it's going to be a very good summer. It's... And she's, she's beautiful, too. That woman, uh, 
I kind of messed up. We don't have her name. But the name's not time, important, but she's Drake's type. Okay, yeah. light skin, nice hair, accent probably. I'm not sure. Quote unquote, nice hair, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah, it's it's the the hip hop jargon. Right. But yeah, she's Drake's type. Okay, basically another Georgia Smith. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it kind of. I don't know. It's just weird. But that's kind it of my weird. theory. He causes problems, so he has something to sing about later in life because there's nothing else to sing about. But I think he should get into his um into his Stevie Wonder bag. I know he he sampled Stevie Wonder a couple times already. Mm-hmm. Just yo, just you're almost there, bro. Drake samples Once Drake has everyone. Stevie okay? Wonder era, it's gonna be lit. Remember, Drake had the Michael Jackson feature, okay? And he made Michael's vocals sound like the dream. All right. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember that because that irked me. That irked me a lot. That, that was weird. I don't think I heard it a lot, but I yeah, do remember we had this discussion. Of course you didn't hear it a lot because it was like, what the F? But anyways, uh, uh, yeah. beam me up, Scotty. It was great. Uh, it just took me back to 2009. It took me back to, to the rise of Nicki Minaj. It was it was great. Um, yeah, I remember being in, in high school, hearing about Nicki Minaj and all that stuff. And I remember hearing or watching Yo Gotti's Five Star Chick remix. And that's... That was like my first introduction to Nicki Minaj and then Beam Me Up Scotty and all that stuff. So it just, you know, it was just nostalgic. It was great nostalgia. And, and it's cool that it's now on DSPs. And she all has right. merch now, too. So I kind of I kind of want one of her, her Beam Me Up Scotty merch. It's it's pretty sick. Gotcha. Speaking of artists from the early 2000s, well, from the early 2010s, let's get into... Your favorite rapper of the decade, Bastion. So you, one of your friends called you out on Instagram. <laughs> Let's get into that first. Yeah, shout out, talk about. shout out to Chris, man, because, you know, Chris, Chris is a, he's a very, he's a big fan of J. Cole. Okay. Jermaine. I remember. Cole. Yes. You, you spazzed out on him on radio back in college. I remember that. I set that up perfectly too, because I knew that they loved J. Cole and you couldn't stand him. And I'm I'm very in the middle when it comes to J. Cole because I like J. Cole. Okay. Chris Chris he called me by my government. He's like, yo, this is for Giovanni Anglin. And J. Cole is back and he's not rapping about folding clothes. He's not talking about bananas and almond milk. He's not doing any of that, okay? Alright? He got he has he has production with Boy Wonder. He got features. He got all of that. So what do you gotta say now, G? What do you gotta say now, alright? And I'm going to say this. Bastion, he doesn't like J. Cole like that, okay? A lot of people love J. Cole. I'm very in the middle with J. Cole where he can impress me on some stuff and then he can just leave me bored, okay? Because sometimes, I'm not going to lie, J. Cole can be boring, okay? He, he can make napkin music, all right? This man made a song about folding clothes and that's something I will never get out of my head. Okay, he talk about bananas and almond milk. Listen, I like folding clothes too. I don't need to hear it in a damn song, but I'm going off tangent. I'm just saying all that to say J. Cole could be very hit or miss, especially when it comes to his albums. Okay, to me, and Bastion doesn't even like 2014 Forest Hill Drives, but to me, that's I, I thought at that time that was still Cole's best project because KOD was cool, but like he had the Kill Edward features, which I thought was stupid. But I thought the message was cool. And the only real thing I remember, or that's worth note about KOD, which was three years ago, was 1980, 1985. And that was his... That's crazy that you're not a big fan of 
uh, KOD when I actually like KOD. I like KOD because I like the message and all that stuff. I just didn't like the Kill Edward features because I, I thought like that was Edward. that was stupid because that was just J. Cole. But but also I As just a sixteen year old. Yeah. Nah, I, I, I didn't, didn't like, like that it. concept. I didn't like the vocals. The Kill Kill Edward was about drink, his younger self. About his younger self and how kind of his perspective at that that age. Mm. Okay, I mean, I I just feel like sometimes in that album, at least, like J Cole could be preachy at times. Like to me, at least, he sometimes he he talks at you instead of talks to you, so it comes off a bit preachy at times. So that's why I I thought I I think I gave it a good. I'll, I think I gave it a good score at the time. I think I gave it like a seven. Like, I didn't think yeah. it was horrible, but yeah. I thought like his best work for me, at least 2014 Forest Hill Drive. And you didn't really care for it for 2014 Forest Hill Drive. No, his best work is the warm up season um, <laughs> and the come up season. His mm-hmm. mixtapes. The mixtapes. Back in the day, and the warm up the season was just fire. I thought mm, this is what I said multiple times if you're a long listener of the show. Oh, okay. This guy is going to be the person to destroy Kanye. I got it. This is 2009. This man will take over. He makes beats. He does rap. He does it all. Triple, double, no assist. And, mm-hmm. you know, the album Cold World came out. I said, no, that was, a, that was just a bad first project. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people have bad first projects, especially if you're in the new record label like Rock Nation. Born Center came out. It's like, all right, I'm tired. <laughs> then 2014 came out. It's like, all right, this is, this is not it. This is not it. He also came out with another uh, Friday Night Lights mixtape that was just flat out boring. But yeah, this this guy has a lot of ideas and plans, but sometimes it's outdated. Mm. And that's what he continuously does. His ideas are outdated. So when he raps about it, it doesn't sound good to anybody. Well, I think that's where you messed up, Bash. And I think you back then saying like this is the guy to kill Kanye I think that's where you messed up because you you put a lot of hope into in, in no hype. that's not true it's not about like hope or anything it's like this person has room to grow I will see him grow but to he kill Kanye though Bastion I, to kill huh? Kanye though you said no, kill in the Kanye. concept this person will be able to produce high level beats because at the same I mean, time, he, he also produced for uh, Kendrick Lamar. Exactly, he, he did. Exactly, that's a high level beat at that time. It's a fire ass beat. That's still that's one what of I'm my trying to tracks. say. You see, come on, man. If you make all of these great beats, listen to the warm up. It's an amazing album, front to back. Bastion. You can't tell me that you didn't expect him to create better beats in the future. And what I'm talking about is like, fine, he's a great rapper, sure. He's a great but rapper. He, it's like he has Nas problem. He just he, that's what I was just going to say. Bastion, he wants to be Nas. Let him be Nas, okay? He doesn't want to be Nas. He, wants he to is. Be Nas. He had a damn song called Let Nas Down. He wants to be Nas. Some topics. All right, let's get into that. Some let's topics get... you just have to discuss, right? Okay. And Let Nas Down was one of them. You know, he didn't cheat. He didn't uh, break a eight-year engagement to make that song. He just had a conversation. You feel me? All right. All right. <laughs> first, first off, uh, before because I'm gonna let you go because I don't know what your thoughts on the album. So a lot of the critiques a lot of people have with J Cole, um, including myself, sometimes is you know J Cole doesn't have features on his albums. He makes the beats all by himself, and sometimes the beats suck. Um, you know he should get more collab on the on these projects. Okay. Um, sometimes he should he should not be preachy. He should he should 
stop making um, napkin music because when he's on other people's tracks and other people's features, he can thrive really well. He can be, he's one of the best. Like Cole reminds you every time that he's on another track, he is freaking awesome. He's freaking dope. I think 2019, he was just on other people's tracks, just murdering everyone. He was that awesome. And now J. Cole is back with the off season. Okay. And Bashin, I'm just going to let you take the floor here. I value your J. Cole opinions because, you know, they're, they're, they're of not because you, you don't pander Bastion. You don't pander to, to, to the popular crowd. And that's why I respect your J. Cole opinions a lot. So I'm just going to give you the floor. Everyone, this is Bastion's opinion on the latest J. Cole record. Three years in the making, the off season. Go. Off season. It definitely sounds like this is J. Cole's off season, if you know what I mean. This thirty-nine project this thirty-nine minute project coming out May 14 started out with some Cameron verses. Not verses, just him talking. Cameo. You now you're getting a Cameron verse. You're getting this boring beat that sounds similar to like an old NBA mixtape, you know, of just like players, you know, dribbling all on YouTube and stuff. And then you got him with his boring, rumptious bars. And it's strange because it sounds like, it does sound like the intro to an album. Then you get to the next song that sounds like an intro for the album. So in my opinion, he created two intros for this album. Secondly, he mostly produced, I think, in my opinion, maybe like 80% according to Tidal's uh, composition when it kind of showed like who created who. So, you know, applying pressure is all him. Uh, 100 mil, got T minus on it. And then we also have like DJ Adahi kind of helped out with Let, Let Go My Hand with uh, Slack and Boz. And Boz is great as well. And the features, they played their part, but they didn't shine. So when, you know, you're saying that joke, he sold a mill without any features. It's like even he had those features, he'll still do the same numbers. Like features are kind of great, you know, if you're able to mix with their certain artists. So and then you also you you said like, oh, he got a beat from Boy Wonder. It's like I didn't know which beat was Boy Wonder. They're all boring. I have to look at the track to kind of realize, okay, this one is a Boy Wonder beat. Oh, cool. You know? Nothing I Boy Wonder is the best producers of our time. Same same thing as DJ Jahi. But if you had connection to these two people, you should have like a beautiful sounding album. I know Gio is not a fan of 315, um, which is Childish Gambino's album. But sonically, DJ Dahi, like the album sonically sounds pleasing on any type of speaker. You know, that's what everybody was saying. And I'm not talking about lyrics. I'm talking about uh, the instrumentals and the beats because DJ Dahi knows what he's doing. And we all know that. Uh, he's kind of one of the best up, up and coming producers to this day. And Boy Wonder, Boy Wonder is such a hit that he signed, I think it was like a, maybe an eight singles uh, contract with good music. And he hit the, that eight within less than a year. Like he just needed to make eight big singles and that's it. That was the end of the contract. So you have these like two prominent producers that you did not use any. And you had three years. If you said you're making this project in three years that you took a lot of time to make, it, it would have sounded amazing. Instead, you know what he did for these three years, Gio? What's that, Bash? Well, he, first of all, he was a father, so, you know, and husband, took care of his family, very important. But he was probably, in his off-season, preparing to play basketball 
no. overseas in Africa. I knew my boy, Mr. Warmup, which had a very excellent theme for playing basketball. 35 years old, J. Cole out here playing basketball. Looking like a wrecked dad playing basketball overseas. So so I, I take it that you you saw some of the Rwanda games. Rwanda of all countries. This is why no name was calling you out. Just joking. No name never called you out. You just felt like putting your name in the hat. We're not going to go over that, Bastion. But now we know. J. Cole does not read. J. Cole is a very smart gentleman. He's not as political as his boys thought, like Chris. Um, you know, back in college when you know everybody thinks they're smart, you know, everybody thinks they're political, but they're not just all liberals. But that's how it is in college, bro. So we all thought J. Cole was cool. Not me though. I knew something was fishy. I knew something was weird. I knew he wasn't cool. J. Cole, whack. This album, garbage. I don't want to listen to it anymore. And that's all I have to say. I'm like, I'm I don't want to be rude. I think J. Cole's probably a very cool person. Um, but I, I like KOD. I thought KOD was great. I thought it was very experimental. He kind of went a different direction to what I was expecting. And this offseason, man, if, even if you look at the, the cover, just not done well at all, man. I don't know. That's that's all I have to say. Uh, the bars are boring. Come on. Like, everybody knows the first bars you think about. Like, but Emma's head, like Luigi brother. Come on, man. I was like, word. <laughs> Just how we're going to start the album. <laughs> There's a lot of bars I would like to discuss, but. Um... Oh, please. Hey, hey, this is, this is your floor. I'm get whatever you want to say, please. No, nah, no, nah, it's it's fine. Uh, what, Gio? Yes. What What is your thoughts on this project? <laughs> this is what Sebastian Street say. Sebastian Street say it's it's uh, it's whack. It's horrible. It, it's it's not good. It's right. Not, overall, the, that, I was just being mean for the past five minutes. But overall, it's, just, it's it's not listenable. I I thought sonically it's just not there. And I love music. Like even if you're rapping, you know, if you're not rapping well, like as long as you sound great sonically, like it was really weird to kind of hear J Cole's off season. Then uh, Gio told me and my cousin told me to listen to uh, Kodak, and like I'm thinking about Kodak now. These down Jamaican, yeah, you know, like yo, that's that, that, that fire. <laughs> Kodak album has more emotion than J Cole rapping. J Cole's trying to sing in this album. Yeah, Drake, come on, man. Like you know, call Drake. Yeah. He's your boy. You guys went to the store to buy J Cole's album off of from some weird social media nonsense. I remember that it was on the blogs. I remember that too. Posted that. Two uh, dope boys posted that. Um. Yeah, he did sing in that. Um, I was not a fan of the singing on this. I th- I thought um vocally we got a good verse. <laughs> that is one good thing about the the album. Little baby has a great verse. All right, let me start off with the positives. Right. Um, I I enjoy the features on this album. I thought Twenty One did great. I thought Little Baby did great. Um, Black and and Boss, eh, they're all right. Um, I I enjoy the fact that it started off. I thought the the intro ninety five South was cool because I didn't expect a kill a Cameron to make a cameo and b that little John sample at the end. I thought that was cool. It got me hype, but then we got to Amari and I was just like, what what the hell is this? I thought the hype that I had from the first track 
instantly left when Amari came on, which is the second track, because, yeah, like you were saying, J. Cole started singing on this track, and I thought vocally I didn't I didn't like it. I just didn't like the vocals at all. It sounded like two intros. It sounded like yeah. it's a second intro to the album. Um, and then we went to My Life, which I, I enjoyed. Um, I thought I thought when 21 came through, I thought was I thought was fire. Um, and then um, applying pressure. Applying yeah, pressure. yeah. I can't forget the 21. 21, um, 21 and J. Cole just work so well together. They're like peanut butter and jelly. Like they just they just work. They really do. Um, I wouldn't mind a, a like a, a 21 J. Cole EP. I, thought, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, they just work so well off of each other. Um, applying pressure, I thought was fire because J. Cole is just rapping and talking his ish. Um, punching the clock. It, it was okay. It was only, what, like under two minutes. Again, Cole rapping. Um, 100 mil with Boss, I didn't care about. Uh, Pride is the Devil, I thought the beginning was had a weird intro, but then as the track progressed, it got better, and Lil Baby saved it. And then after that, everything else sucked to me. <laughs> everything else afterward. Like on my so hand, crispy. interlude, the climb back, um, oh close. <laughs> Hunger on Hillside with Boss. I thought the yeah. rest wasn't that great. So out of the twelve track album, I liked one, two, three, four, five. Five out of twelve. Yeah, that's not it's not that great. I thought it it wasn't it wasn't that it was eh, yeah, it was it was eh. It was eh. That was that's just me personally. I thought it was it's just the bars, eh. bro. It's the bars. Because like if like Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor 2, the instrumental sucks, but mm -hmm. the bars kind of made it listenable. Mm -hmm. Boring instrumentals, but the bars were fantastic. Yes. You know, for this one, it's like it's both boring, right? Like nothing's calling out. Like my dude said, Krispy Kreme dreams, sometime my dogs want to kill 12. Like, what does that mean? Because because donuts come in twelve, my daughter's gonna kill no, twelve. Cop, because cops love donuts, Bastion. That's Krispy like the cop Kreme trope. Dream. Sometimes my dog wanna kills twelve. Be because bullets it's be a humming trope. like Cuddy. Yes. Bullets be humming like Cuddy. That's self-explanatory. One of your hoodies, spaghettios, plashing. <laughs> okay, I can't defend that one. But but the but the cop and don't the twelve donut one. I thought no, that that's that's the trope of cops loving donuts. So I get that one. I did like how it ended. It's like God watching. Hey Yahweh, yeah. hey. Yahweh. Yeah, got it, got it. I, th I thought that was a nice taste. But yeah, I, I thought I thought this one, it, it was eh, because I liked five tracks out of the twelve, and those five tracks it was just Cole talking his ish, and that's and and I and that's something I enjoyed a lot of. I enjoyed Cole talking his ish because I feel like he deserves it. You know he. Um, whatever, despite what you, what a lot of you think, or was despite what you think, Bashan, I'd say, um, in, in the 2010s, definitely Cole is in that top three. It could be Drake Cole, I'm sorry, Drake Cole, Drake Kendrick Cole or Kendrick Drake Cole, but you know, he, he's always in that, 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 um, top three discussion, whether we all like to admit it or not, because J. Cole is a talented dude, just not in basketball, but you know, he's good at rapping and all that stuff. And, you know, whenever he drops a record or drops an album or he 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 comes with a collab with his Dreamville buddies, you know, people stop and they want to listen, you know, and that's something I will give J. Cole. He's he's definitely withstanding the test of time, but he's done it his own way. 
uh j cole he he likes to pop up whenever he wants to and he likes to go away when he wants to and that's something i i appreciate about cole you know i appreciate the the mystique of of a lot of these artists now too like we don't know where the hell frank ocean is frank is back in his cave somewhere and it's and it's been damn near five years you know what i'm saying kendrick yeah. we already know about kendrick we haven't seen kendrick in the wild too but anyways, I, like, I just think... kind of a quick discussion, real quick. Yes. So comparing, like, K-Dot to J. Cole, yes. what's K-Dot's least popular... Like, in your opinion, what's your least favorite K-Dot album? Damn. Damn, right? So not too long ago, I actually listened to Damn again. It's a thought, good album. This is a very good album. It I is. think in the flow of when it came out, we were expecting something better. Yeah. So we all were blinded. And I we, I gave it so much time. Well, it came out 2017. It came out 2017. It's been so long. And I'm listening to it. It's like, this is what God feels like. Like, uh huh. It's like, oh, this is a great album. It, it's I don't know why album. I had this weird kind of hatred to it. I didn't I hate it. it. I just, I just felt like. Not um, what we wanted. Yeah. I, I just think after what to pimp a butterfly was everyone was just like yo what the hell is 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 he gonna do next i'm not gonna i i did enjoy the album um but you know it's just easier to enjoy knowing was, what it was yeah it was easier to indulge but also like because um because to pimp a butterfly had like no radio hits quote unquote um damn had a lot of yeah yeah he had a lot of radio hits he of course he had humble he had yeah, the Rihanna yeah. track, yeah. like he he had a couple. Of, he had a uh, DNA, like yeah, yeah. he 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 he. It became a bit. It was a bit of a commercial album, you know, because I think Humble was like one of Kendrick's. Like like that thing went number one. Yeah, I think it's his least creative bar albums, but it's still very good at a high yeah. uh, level. I, I would he did say a lot of repetition, so he kind of understood the pop formula for the album. I would say, damn, like he had a lot of. Um, subliminal shots on that album as well. A lot of people were saying Drake at the time. I thought it was Drake. Um, and a lot of people were talking about Big Sean at the time too. Especially with that track element. Talk, if I gotta step up, yes, I'ma make it look sexy. We were like, yo, who is the PAN? I, 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 I don't like to... I don't think he cares for Big Sean. I think that's like a media beef because Ooh. no one ever talks about it except for media. That, that not... is true, but let's not forget about um, The Heart Part 4. Where where um he was like oh I'm a Sunday punk ass blah da 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 you better watch oh, okay. how you talk so about this, me this is this crossovers to something that happened uh J Cole said the last person he fought was Diddy yes and it kind of spoke about uh a problem that Diddy had with J Cole during the control verse because Kendrick. not J Cole well Kendrick yep. during the the control verse because he said it was the king of New York I think Diddy was about to like fight him. But he Correct. ended. But you know, J Cole is taller than Diddy, so he's just able to shove him away. Exactly. I thought that was. I was like, huh. I kind of forgot about that. I, I did forget about that too. But also, that was I, a rumor. Um, I forgot. Like low key, Bastion, I, I did forget how close and intertwined that J Cole and and um, Kendrick are, because it's been a while since like we've actually seen them together in public. Like, of course, they. I'm sure they're like really tight and, and all that stuff behind the scenes. But like in public, it's been a while since we actually seen them together. But and also, it's been a while since um, they they did tracks together. I think the last time I remember Cole and Kendrick doing a track was the Black Friday um, thing that they did, where they took each other's beats and they switched and they um, made verses for each other's beats. 
-hmm. So I think Cole did a did a track to All Right, which I hated. I could not stand. I I really couldn't stand it. And then Kendrick did one for for J Cole's um track on uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drives, and Kendrick just murders that damn track. I'll never forget it. But I think that was the last we ever had of like a Cole Kendrick collab. Yeah. And I think a lot of fans are still like they 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 long for that. And I do too. I'm not gonna lie. And I, I kind of the reason that I actually brought up Dan was just kind of talk about like retrospect when you're when you step away from a project you listen to like either you like to dislike um, and you kind of give it some time to breathe and you go back to it. It does sound different. Mm-hmm. And it, when I tried to do that with J. Cole, because I did end up listening to like all of Kendrick's albums straight out, it's like back to back to back. It's like, all right, this is great. He has such a great career from like 2007, 2008 with his mixtapes and stuff. Yeah. And I went to do the same thing with, with J. Cole. Listen to warm up, the come up listen to Friday Night Lights, it's like, all right, these are all decent projects. Not like Friday Night Lights is not, isn't as bad as I remembered. <laughs> uh, and his first album was like, okay, this, I see why it failed. Yeah. And I kind of see why Born Center isn't as bad either. Yeah. But I do understand like, this isn't interesting. This isn't something I could go back to. So I did have my retrospect with J. Cole as well. And, you know, just listening to where he was going, I still think KOD is a little bit more interesting as uh, uh what he what he was trying to do something different he had a plan and he decided to tell a story i i, I understand characters that and development so it's like you know i i try to i'm not like completely i know i just made a little joke with j cole right it's not like i completely despise him as an artist i do still no, see him as like you, you know uh someone important to the industry definitely i i think he's important to the industry i i think he's important to to the rap game i think he's important to the culture um i just i feel like this album was j cole's way of reminding people that that he's he's really good at just rapping like it doesn't have to have some some theme like for your eyes only did or for or or what kod was like because to me like this really wasn't much of that much of a theme it was just more of hey this is what's going on with me right now but also don't forget that i'm j cole and i can still bar you to death um and and it's not a bad thing. I just think the execution in, in a lot of it, it 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 wasn't that good. Except for those five tracks that I listed, I thought those were great. But the rest, I I couldn't care less for. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, that's kind of uh, my thoughts on yeah. it. Yeah, and I still think I I still think you should. Well, I don't think you'll ever change your mind about 2014 Forest Hill Drives. But I think to me, I think that's that's. Cole's still best project. I think it has some of the more memorable lines, the more memorable songs, memorable beats, um, memorable album cover too. Like that, everything about it is just pretty memorable. When you think of J. Cole or when you ask someone about J. Cole, I think 2014 Forest Hill Drive is going to be one of the first albums that comes into mind automatically. And then, the, then, then me personally, the 1985 effect because my man is Nostradamus over here or Negro Damas. Again, you got two more years, kids. Two more years till we see you on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> so, out of ten, Bastion, what are you giving this album? Five. Five mediocre? Okay. Yeah, it's mediocre. Yeah. It's like, like I said, he, he's, he's not like he's not a SoundCloud rapper just rapping for his first time. Like, that's a three, you know? Yeah. But that's like, fine. it has like production. He has like good verses. And, you know, right. Um, he has. Uh, 
uh, interesting verses. But and like I said, it's just not captivating for my ears. And his basketball skills, what do you give it? Uh, no, it's just it's just weird, man. J. Cole, <laughs> he, he's pretty old. That is a flex, though, Bash. I'm not going to lie. I mean, J. Cole it's is 36. He's not... not a flex. No, the flex was he was war- they were warming up to his music. That's a flex. Not a flex. The dude's 36 years old. Okay, I'm not going to compare him to LeBron, but literally, I'm not going to compare him to LeBron. Yeah, literally the same age. Literally, I'm not going to compare him though. Dude, he doesn't have to play basketball. I agree, but he he wants to. It's not like he's in the NBA. No, you don't have to. There's there's like small teams for that in local groups. But he wants to, Bastion. Listen, Rwanda. I mean, hey. I, do I think Rwanda. do I think J. Cole can be like Adam Sandler, just go to the park and play a pickup game? Yes. You Does should. he want to do that? No, just just you know, let him have his fun. Whatever. I'll watch a game or two just to see J. Cole shoot some brick threes. Why not? I like J. Cole, despite everything. Some things should be hey, listen, if you're kids out there, adults out there, some things are okay being a hobby. It, yeah, I, I Hey man, get your get your paper, J. Cole. I, I ain't mad at you. Paper up in Rwanda, you bugging, bro. Um, All right, let's. I let's think. End this. Yeah, we can we can end the show. Time. That's it. Um, your Lakers won though. Lakers did Lakers. see. Lakers won. That's awesome. Um, LeBron hit the last shot. It that's was nuts. that's tight. Um, real quick, uh, Romeo, I think you are out of your mind. Don't you ever in your life call out Bow Wow again to do a versus, okay? Despite everything, despite what Shad Moss has done in his life, okay? Shad Moss to me is corny, but Bow Wow, don't ever disrespect the legend that is Bow Wow, okay? You should not utter the words Bow Wow ever in your life. Don't ever in your life try and challenge Bow Wow to a versus because be honest, Romeo, what do you have, Romeo? What do you have in your arsenal, okay? I'm not even going to make the ICDC college joke. I'm not because everyone has done that to death. But what else do you have other than that, huh? The Static Shock theme song? The little Romeo intro? What else you got? You got, um, Romeo, Romeo. The Romeo show you're talking about? Yeah, remember he was, remember he had a Nickelodeon show called the Romeo yeah, show? Yeah. Hey, yeah. oh, watch it grow time for the romeo show and then he has it takes two to make it things all right romeo romeo and then what else he got he got um a style one track oh romeo give me one chance he has that track too but other than that you have five tracks that and that includes the icdc track don't you dare in your life challenge bow wow okay if your name is not omarion or soldier boy i do not want to see you challenge bow wow it, it, it better be Bow Wow versus Omarion or Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. That's it. That's all I got to say. All right. All right, everyone. Tonight, we are going to go out to one of my favorite tracks. This is this is going to be a little throwback Thursday track, something for, something for y'all to ride out to, whether if you're on a truck or just riding out home because you were at the bar with your friends. This is Tony, J- Tony Braxton. You're making me high. Bastion, is there anything else you want to say before we head out? No, make sure to tune in next week. Yes, please, let's, don't forget, turn, tune in next week, Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Until then, peace. peace.
Yeah. 